Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope you cakes up. Love with the beach. Here we go, so in. Come and go with a friend. You'll be both win. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm Lara, your host, and I'm here with friend of the pod and fellow us head, Alan Morse. <laughs> 
Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Lara. We were having a really deep conversation about us. The film? The film. Not us, like our us, relationship. Like, <laughs> if you're like an us head. We were like getting real. Like, like, she's so into me and her <laughs> being together right now. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. I am, but that's not the kind of us head. No. That I am. You're an us head in the sense of you watch the Jordan Peele yes, movie, did. as did I. And we were just like getting really deep about it. Getting I think chills. Getting chills. Full body chills. I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. I thought, yeah, it's not as airtight as Get Out. But if you didn't like it for that reason, you can suck a dick. Yeah, suck Sorry. a dick, Doty style. <laughs> and maybe go see it again. Go see it again. And realize that like people can make a different movie that has nothing to do with the first movie that they made. And don't be like pissed that it doesn't have like the allegory that like get out had. Yeah. Cause that's not what it's about. Suck a dick and get over it. Suck a dick, get over it. Lupita Nyong'o is the best <laughs> actor of all time. Lupita is the queen of the, acting. I, I, she, truly, I did. I have not known. I thought I knew what acting was same. and what it meant. And then Lupita redefined it. Same. I, I, we were just saying we had trouble sleeping. Like, I went home and I was, like, scared. Lupita is my number one celebrity. At like, this point, yeah. If I saw her, I would not be able to handle it myself. I, w- I actually might be scared at this yeah. point. Like, I'd I might be, actually be, like, not wanting to do Freaked out, but it. also, like, so starstruck. It's really good, guys. You have to go see it. You have it. to go see you it. You have to go fucking see it. Side note, remember when Lupita had that lip balm at the Oscars? No. There, when she won an Oscar for 12, uh, years 12 Years a Slave, there was like this whole moment where she had like lip balm in her purse. Kind of. And then everyone made a huge deal out of it. And I got the lip balm. I was like, <laughs> I gotta have it. And then I'm I, like laughing, but I'm like, send me the name of that lip no, balm. No, I was I'm remembering when too, I get home. like during the movie I was watching, I was like, God, she has really been on the scene ever since that lip balm at the Oscars. Like she has but just you know been doing crazy? it to us. She, I didn't know this. My, I think my brother pointed this out to me. This was her first starring role in anything. Chic. Can you believe that? She was in Black Panther, though. She wasn't a star. No. 12 Years a Slave, not a star. Yeah. She had a voice in Star Wars. What can't she do? Uh, Nothing. I just think she should now be in every movie ever made. Yeah. Especially every scary movie, because damn daniel damn daniel <laughs> where like, did you get so that, scary she was really really scary no spoilers but if you've seen the trailer or even the fucking billboard you know she's scary so yeah you know actually not she's, spoiling anything she is a freak off the leash she's a freak off the leash at this point the movie will been out for like a week and if you haven't seen it already i guess you don't support film yeah um and i know this is a podcast for geniuses so like mm-hmm. i would assume that I think that a lot of you you need to see it also because we were like sidebarring and being like, what are the Vanderpump? (laughs) All like I had a hard time wrapping my head around. (laughs) Okay. If if there might be some spoilers right now. So just fast forward to like literally talk about the end of the movie. (laughs) I'm like, so anyways, no. So if you need to fast forward like five minutes when we get through this, if you really like want to go in just like pure raw dog with nothing, then respect. that's your journey. Respect. I'm not going to give away any of the like major plot points, but we're definitely going to talk about some like we're gonna Vanderpump hint. behavior. Okay. So if you need to fast forward, do that now. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like 
I was wondering if the Vanderpumpers have altars, but I feel like they're so awful. Like how, like the thought of their altars, like coming up from the depths is actually more Could be terrifying. like reversal and like their altars are actually like really good people. Yeah, their altars the are potential. like sweeties. I just thought watching this episode, there's a moment where Kristen puts on makeup in a way that was like, Oh my god, I know exactly. The, when she was like putting on mascara, when like, she's standing there like this, and she's—I know you can't see because this is a podcast, but I'll try <laughs> and get a screenshot of it and post it because she was putting on makeup in a way where I was like, no human being who's been here since birth would ever put on makeup like that. And I'm not like a makeup person. I'm not like I'm—I'm I'm no Olivia Jade, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, I know enough to know that like that's not how you put on makeup. No. And I was so drawn in by the way she was doing it because it was so weird. I was like oh, you for sure entered Earth's surface when you were like a child and had to learn how to be a human and you're still not fully aware of like how to do normal things. Yeah. I was like, why are you standing there and not sitting doing your makeup? Like standing at like a 90 degree angle. Standing at an angle and like tilted over from the waist. It was a freaky It was really fucking weird and unsettling. And I was like, that's some tethered behavior. Yeah. (laughs) That was like, that, that's what I thought for sure. Dodie is, Dodie is her. She's, if there's one person who did like a Lupita style switch, Mm -hmm. it's Dodie. Yeah. It's full Dodie. (laughs) There's no question in my mind. Yeah. Everyone else, I don't know. Maybe not. Jax could. No, his I can like I can picture what his tether looks like, and that's actually (laughs) so terrifying, so much scarier, and that's probably like who he is. Yeah, still underground. They would just like be friends. Oh yeah, if Jackson is tethered, he'd be like, "What's up, hell yeah, dude? Hell yeah, want to do some fucking coke?" (laughs) Schwartz might have get gotten taken and swapped because he's looks like a tethered season. He does. If you look at him through the lens of like just someone who has experienced a trauma that is like beyond anything we understand and is just trying to like move on with his life, yeah, then that actually could be possible. Yeah, I think like or he at least saw the underground. Mm Hmm. He's gray in the face. And has never been the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that necessarily that's his tether, but he knows because he's seen it. Yeah. I think Katie's tether would actually be terrified of Katie. Yeah. Like, it would be the reversal. (laughs) Katie's tether would be like, I'm going to go back. Yeah. I (laughs) actually... If this is what your life is like, like, I actually She's like, abort. (laughs) I'm chill down below. It's it's all good. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Hmm. And then just would turn around and like... Like, I think I have more fun eating rabbits underground. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This might be a better life for me. (laughs) This makes sense. This This feels right. This is like simple. I don't have any like antagonistic relationships with anybody down here. Like, we all just kind of (laughs) like run around in fast synchronized circles in a room together and like that's it yeah that works for me yeah um if it ain't broke don't fix it that's what i always say so gotta (laughs) go go back down the escalator yeah (laughs) (laughs) like no tethers would actually try and kill katie because she would just be so terrified it would literally be like the chain it would be like the hands across america except for the vanderpump cast who all saw what the lives were like and they were like you know what? We're out of here. I'm happier down there. Yeah. Especially now it's going to be so like, there's going to be no crowds down there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's up here. So we're just going to have like all the space to ourselves. They're like, you guys do you. Live, we're going to do love. us. Jax's tether stays. <laughs> They're like, we're bros. They like, they, like are going to sweat garage together. Sh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
he and like Brittany's like talking about all the flowers she wants for the engagement party and they're both like wildflowers that's fucking gay <laughs> they look dead dead they look dead dead, dead. they're fucking dead and they like high five <laughs> Brittany's tether is like tethered to jacks oh Brittany could actually also be another one whose tether is here with us yeah because she's so like she just overdoes it in a way where like I just feel like I've been noticing Brittany. She didn't really do it this episode, but like for many episodes recently, she, it's, there's like five moments of her being like, oh my God, look at that cute little pink horsey. Or like, yeah. oh my God, this reminds <laughs> me of cotton candy. Like, oh my God, I love rainbows. And it's just like, dude, you have to tone it down. Yeah. Like she's discovering things for like the first time. And she's trying, she's laying on her like cute, sweet, innocent she's- Southern shit. So thick in a way where I'm like, you are not this charmed no by all of these things you're just not and so it's actually possible maybe that britney's from the other side because she's like oh maybe if i'm overly like sincere Mm -hmm. and like people will buy into it people will be like oh i'm i've been here the whole time yeah britney also needs to understand that jessica simpson did it first and did it the best yeah so like get a new act get a new act get a new shtick even jessica simpson is like charmingly cynical now yeah it didn't so work like out it that well work. for her it did not work out very well for her she had to do like a full rebrand yeah which i'm really into by the i'm way. into her whole life i love She's it a literal billionaire i need britney to just like i guess what i need britney to do is just be like to come out and be like yes i am a scammer i knew what i was getting into this whole time keep it real this is a business relationship that i have with this person i don't actually believe that this person is like my life partner or that they're not fucking cheating on me i'm not an idiot yeah or just be like look jackson's gonna do what jackson's gonna do i want the ring and i want to get married and i want to get have a nice life and i don't care about cute little pretty pink ponies yeah i don't give a fuck i just want you to think that i'm a sweetie a cutie. yeah i'm not that's what i want I just need honesty. <laughs> I just need honesty. Ken Radical is honesty. his tether. <gasps> <laughs> that like came out a long time ago, but like it just went completely Lisa unnoticed. Knows. Lisa knows, I think. I think Lisa might have like met him knowing he was a tether and was just Love like that. She's like, that power works for move, me. darling. <laughs> it just like works. Yeah. That's what I think. Because he's always in like the background now. Yeah, he's always just kind of like looking a little close to death. Mm-hmm. Ken's getting old. I mean, his age online is like he's probably like forty-two. Yeah, it's like a lie, but <laughs> like I think it's just he's, not. He's like, no, he's getting there. Yeah, he's getting up there, but he'll be fine. He'll be okay. fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I can't think about. <laughs> a know, world without like, as Ken I'm Todd like, in it. No, I'm like I'm. We're already watching Lisa mourn her brother. Like I can't watch a season of Beverly Hills that's her like mourning Ken. No, that's too, too dark. dark. I can't do too that. sad. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work for me. So I Mm-mm. hope you don't die, Ken. Um. Okay. So now you can tune back in if you'd fast forward. Yeah. In. After um, we'll try and get timestamps on that. <laughs> yeah. So that maybe we can put it in the description so you know. Like, do not listen. <laughs> from here to here if you do not want us spoilers yeah that's we a did, nice thing to we do. were like we're not really gonna spoil and anything. then like we fully spoiled and it. literally talk about like the end basically yeah. so don't 
Okay. So yeah, just like now you're good. We're done. Um, Let's get into this week's episode, which I thought was actually a good episode. It was pretty great. It had it all. It really did. I'm happy to see like wasted Katie. I live for tequila Katie. I love um, a Mexico trip. Mm -hmm. I was thrilled. Yeah. It was all, it was good vibes only. (laughs) As like one of Sheena's tank tops would say. Yeah. And and when I say good vibes, I mean bad vibes, which are horrible, destructive, abusive, gaslighting. These are the vibes vibes that I need. But that's what I expect from the show. And when I get less, I don't like it. No, I'm angry. I'm about to call the manager when I don't get it. I'm like, truly, if there was a manager that I could call to oh, demand answers, I would have been on the phone. I would have called a long time ago. Yeah, I would have called episode one. Truly. Um, and it's now, been really tough. Yeah. I used to literally like plan my Monday nights around Vanderpump and I would think about it all day. And now it's the kind of thing where it'll be like halfway through a Monday and I'm like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. There's new Vanderpump rules. Or you're like, it feels like. Like doing this podcast has never felt like a job until this season yeah. where I was like, oh, now I have to talk about something that I don't necessarily like. Well, you're like, what do I even have to say? Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care. Like I'm not. That's and so but now sad. I care. And last yeah. episode I cared. I think it's, so I, it's it good seems to be, to be going up. Place. I'm like happy to rediscover my passion. I know I am too. It also makes me think that hopefully knock on wood i'm right in my theory that like this is that this season the shit fucking season is the receding ocean in the tsunami yes this alan is the one who coined the tsunami <laughs> theory of vanderpump it Rules. started more as like a manifestation like hoping that that was what's gonna happen and being like you know what maybe it's just not gonna be great because next season it's gonna be fucking off the rails yeah and it's gonna be even crazier than last season and like shit's gonna get fucking real and it's going to be wild. And I was holding on to that hope. And I'm hoping because we seem to be going in a positive direction that maybe I will be right about. Yeah. That. It because seems like we're ramping up for like. Because the reality of it is if next season's bad, it's over. Yeah. So it's like I ju- I actually just can't even accept that it could go any other way. So it just has to be. It just has to. It has to. It just has to. And look, it's been around now for seven seasons. There's going to be like some ebbs and flows. Yeah. I, and I'm, that's okay. But like to have a show be pretty much flawless up until this point. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of unheard of in reality land. Like, I don't know if Housewives in New York or Beverly Beverly Hills didn't make it six seasons of like no, flawlessness. The first two seasons of Beverly Hills were possibly arguably the best seasons of housewives ever yeah and then from then on i mean there were still some great seasons Mm -hmm. but those two seasons were so incredible yeah that they just couldn't have kept it up and new york is consistently great but it does not deliver me the same kind of it's like wish fulfillment they're all like pretty rich they live in really nice places in new york they have like houses in the hamptons i'm like cool new york is like comedy like the comedy element of it it's like a sitcom totally that like pays off over and over and there is like when vanderpump is in its best like prime form it also is a sitcom it has like sitcom timing that doesn't have to ever be fucked with with like a silly edit or like any of that which i personally i do not like that kind of stuff i think that it's like it it makes me feel like i'm an idiot or like the producers think that i'm an idiot it makes me think like okay so you know that this is not delivering so you now have to turn it into something like what are you doing like you're trying to like 
like I can't shake take. like something shiny in my face so that I forget that like what's happening is what's happening. No, because I like, was like, it's operating on a low level if they're having to resort to like silliness. And they've like, been doing it a ton. They've been doing it a ton. They didn't do it this last episode, which no, is like how you know. Which is the okay. Yeah, that's the barometer. You got some, but like. Vanderpump at its best is comedy, but then it's tragic comedy. It's, it's the dark. It's Shakespearean darkness that you can just like cry, laugh at. And it's both. It's like both at the same time. Yeah, that's Vanderpump at its best. That's like mm-hmm. the first episode of last season. Yeah, was just like it's like that episode comes to mind when I think of that, and then the episode, the Pride episode in Lala's first season. Mm-hmm. Where Lala and Jax leave to go fuck. Yeah. Like, and those they were are the wearing two... like the polka dot dresses. Yes. Those are the two episodes I think of where I'm like, this is full blown Shakespeare. Yeah. The, this is just like. There's no other I way to describe it. anything else that is like. Makes me feel that way. Yeah. There's also like a flashback to season three in this episode. <gasps> or not. Was it season three? Was Lala in season three or season four? Maybe four. The flashback to the Hawaii trip where everyone, where, where Katie face. got mad at her for getting, getting topless. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I need to rewatch like all of season four because I, that is, that I live for that drama like the lala slut shaming yeah and Incredible. when i was like i was just like this is insane that they're acting this way to this person i, like, I know i remember watching at the time and that was like when my lala love began because i was like this poor fucking girl yeah they are like treating her like it's like full-blown like salem witch shit yeah like they're like it, it was just so wild the way they like thought that she was so horrible and awful and just like disgusting because she was like not repressed and like didn't hate herself yes but now i feel like lala has drank too much of her own kool-aid she has but which in and of itself is also kind of like a shakespearean character yeah like who's someone who's gotten drunk on their own power and also it's like there was no other way for lala to go Mm -hmm. than down because think about it she was the one woman on this show that had like everything that everyone else, every every other woman on this show wanted. From the very beginning. From, from the very first beginning. episode. Yeah. Which was like money, like proximity to power. A hot bod. A hot bod. Youth. Youth. Beauty. Mm-hmm. And like she was like a model actress, like truly actually modeling and acting. And like, a feasible talent yeah like a singing voice that wasn't like sheena's yeah like really she could at least pretend to monetize could do anything she wanted Mm -hmm. like the world hadn't destroyed her and like taken away her like innocence Mm -hmm. yet so everyone hates her and hates her her power only grows stronger from Mm -hmm. all their hate then they realize if you can't beat them, join them because there's never going to be a moment where they're going to outshine Lala. Like it's impossible. So, and plus she has all these perks like private jets and proximity to Randall, who then becomes a great in for them if they want to get in on like the business element. Totally. So then everyone starts kissing Lala's ass because they realize like she is the one get on the PJ and now they would never be even think to be mean to her or like cross her because like then they would lose their seat on the jet. And then so she now, has everything because all she was missing was, the, was the friendships with these people. But they're kissing her ass for like all the wrong reasons. Right. But she doesn't understand that like 
these were people who were vile to you. Yes. And have done, done a total flip-flop because you're including them. Like you're taking them along for the ride, mm-hmm. but you're buying into their like ass kissing as though it were authentic and real, therefore inflating your own ego and making you think that you're like better than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of Trumpian actually. It's very Trumpian. It makes me sad for Lala because I'm like, how sad. can you not see and through this? And then you throw in this whole thing where she's like grieving her dad. Yeah. Where which that is an added just element. Like, I've never, I have not lost a parent. I don't know how that fe- i mean i've grieved loved ones mm-hmm. and i know that grief is a very wild crazy unpredictable everlasting kind of state and mm-hmm. she's very early in it and i can't even begin to imagine how that's affecting all of this shit yeah it's so wild to me it's like it's amazing her emotional arc is really fucking, yeah intense special. Is Andy Cohen Shakespeare? Maybe. Is he the Shakespeare of our time? He is. Yeah. I mean, Housewives, Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Just saying. He is the new Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> or Edward De Vere, if you are one of the uh, Shakespeare truther. Okay, heard yeah. of it. It's called theater. <laughs> um, yeah. Andy Cohen. Maybe he is. Yeah. He's the puppet master. It's the closest thing we have. Damn. Yeah. We just got deep. I love it. I love it. The opening of this episode starts with someone crossing the street at Melrose Place and then disappearing. <laughs> Did you fading catch that? Of the like kind of fading out of the faded away. Yes. Into the ether. Wow. It was, was like the establishing like shots of everything and then this very ominous. Because I was we like, just saw us now. I'm like, oh my god, everything means something. No, yeah. I was like, whoa, this was <laughs> really intense like you're ushering you into the world of vanderpump rules now that you said it i remember it it didn't click with me at the time it jumped out to me it was the first thing i saw i was freaked the fuck out i need everyone to go back to the very beginning of the episode and watch this innocent man fade away in front of our very eyes i wonder if he'll come back i don't know I hope so. I hope so. Poor guy. Where did he go? I don't know. No one knows. I have no idea. <laughs> what if he's like a missing person? He's going to pop up in like a hundred years, exactly the same as he is now. With at stories. like Melrose and Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> being like, what happened? <laughs> so we're still going to be there. <laughs> the, there's going to be like a docu-series like m- the Madeline McCann, but it's just for this guy <gasps> oh, who man. like crossed the street and disappeared. That? I watched the first couple episodes. Me too. Then I was like on my phone. It was kind of like, I'm really interested in that case. And I still was kind of like, this is a lot. I'm like, this is eight very long episodes about this thing. That's know, interesting, I'm like, but I'm kind of like, can we just condense it? made it just a movie? Like a two Or even like movie. four episodes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that Netflix stuff is like four to six. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a sweet spot. Eight is kind of, and I, listen, I'm, I'm as into true crime as any like young white lady, but yeah. like. Even I was a little bit like, this is fatiguing. This is kind of a lot. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It didn't. It sucked me in minorly, but it was no staircase. It was no staircase. 
Tom Sandoval is getting ready for the biggest night of his life. (laughs) (laughs) And he says he's had a couple singles, a couple doubles, but no home runs until tonight. And we got a flashback to Pierce the Arrow, which I loved. I was so thrilled. I love Pierce the Arrow. I love his like rock star era. What is the name of the woman that they opened for who sang that song? Only the lonely. Oh my God. We should know this. That's this we should know embarrassing. This. Yeah, if there if we were playing like a Vanderpump Rules trivia game, we'd be I, and I would be horrified that I couldn't think of her name. Yeah, listeners Fuck. would be just dropping off right now. Like, don't judge us. But we I don't know. know. I'm like, you're listening to this right now, screaming this woman's name. Yeah, and, and we'll it, never for, know it. I have. I'm no like, idea. is her name Beth? It's one of my. I think, or is it like Shannon? Sharon? Sharon Van? No. Is it Van something? I don't know. I feel like there's two T's in it. Etten? Sharon, Did I make Sharon that Von up? Etten? That's like a person. <laughs> That's not this person. No. Right? We'll never know. Fuck. We could Google it. I can't it, wait but... to look it up later and be so upset that I didn't know it. Yeah. She sings Only the Lonely, that part I remember. Only the Lonely. And then we got the flashback of him working on Peter's film. And he's like, thanks, Captain. It's good to have you back. Yeah, with a wink. <laughs> And also the Peter so shot good. on the green screen yeah. in on the roof. On the roof of that very hot can't day. Afford any it light. So hot. I know. This season of Vanderbilt Rules has also looked very hot. Like I'm very aware of how I hot wrote, everyone I is. I fucking wrote it down. Like when Tom and Ariana are packing in their apartment, I'm like, you're so hot in well, that, that apartment. And there's a scene later where Lala's when working, I think it's her. And her hair looks so bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never seen Lala's hair look bad before. It was like frizzy and like a little crimpy and just like, it didn't look right. And then a scene or two later when we so- she- see them all showing up at TomTom, Ariana's hair also looks bad. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I put together, I was like, oh, it was so fucking hot this summer. It was so, it was it that was heat wave that was un- like it was 110 degrees yeah it, this could have been that weekend where it was 110 degrees mm-hmm. and these people are having to film under these fucking lights yeah in this like confined space at tom tom on that like outdoor patio at tom tom and it they must have been dying yeah and, and I, I see them in their apartments too like mm-hmm, i'm sure that tom and ariana with that ace one ac <laughs> unit no like, microwave they can use at the same time yeah and, like i was just like god this is during that heat wave and all these people are just like suffering and sweating it adds a special layer yeah because i don't think about it and then i think and then i see how hot they are and i'm like whoa i remember exactly how hot it was, was when it this must have been happening and it was so unbearable mm-hmm that I have like almost a newfound sympathy for the, all of them just thinking about having to do all this stuff. But yeah. I'm like, oh. I like it. I appreciate their dedication. Yeah, I agree. Oh, did you also, did you notice that like steak art? Uh, yeah, that was a huge <laughs> note. <laughs> the dominary on a framed painting of steak. Is that a painting? I don't know what but it it's is. It's not just steak. It's steak, steak on, a plate. on a bed of lettuce on a plate. With a with grill marks on it, part of a glass of wine in the background, part of a glass of red wine, but the but the background almost as though it were the table underneath is like a picture of a bunch of forks and knives. Yeah, like it like that's a tablecloth. Like that's maybe? the tablecloth, and it's huge. It was like three feet. It's a at least massive. It was not a small steak it was art. A huge piece of steak. Do you art. think that was like the ass steak? Oh. That like someone took a picture of and turned into art because I was like, why if the so, fuck do they have a picture of the steak? At least that's kind of funny. 
if it's not the ass steak and it's just like their artistic taste was to get a I've got a painting or a photo of steak, which I don't put it past them. I really like feeling that's I feel like they are totally in the camp of like, let's get the steak. Let's put it above the table where we eat because it's food. Yeah, I was appalled. I had to rewind it and pause it. I was like, is that what I thought it was? (laughs) What is that steak art? Yeah, steak art. Yeah, they have steak art in the apartment in their house. Yeah, yeah crazy the k-hole transition shots between everyone's apartments getting ready. that was a wild montage that was crazy i was having like i almost got an acid flashback it was like trigger breakneck speed it happened yeah. so fast i thought it sounded to me like britney was on coke when we first went to her being like congested Ugh. again what else being is congested new? but taught fuck i don't know she, she was saying is, she was like well ariana's like, gonna see lala and then Lala, so what do you think tonight she's like aren't you excited for top top tonight it's that's how she always is sounding. I'm like Brit, you gotta lay gotta off cool the it, blow, honey. Because cool it. we can tell, we can tell every time that you open your mouth and you're congested. It's the middle of summer. It's obvious to literally anyone who has ever done coke. Yeah, what's going on? Not that I've ever done coke or done I'm like as a illegal. former teen cokehead, I've got your number, babe. <laughs> like I know it's called sinusitis. You should you stop doing it all you the have time. It. Get a cortisone shot. You need to just go to an ENT. You didn't need to go to like a gastroenterologist. Or whatever no the fuck. you need to go like to urgent care you need help it's <laughs> not good like, it's bad she was talking really fast in the bathroom too she was like talking to jacks about something she's like ariana and on blah, 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 and she called the dad card and i was like <laughs> and then jacks is like i would have freaked out what the dad card <laughs> <laughs> like that's all it takes to set him off Kristen is nagging carter she goes, video games will be here when you get home. Which I was like, if I ever have to say that to my significant other, That's literally it. take me out back and execute me. Game over. Because I can't. Nope. Good game over. I like I can't. that. <laughs> game over. <laughs> That's like Kristen fully like comes in and like cell block tango style, like shoots him in the head while he's playing a video game. And she's yes. like, game over. And that's her like cell block tango thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, pop, twist game over <laughs> cicero <laughs> lip shit <laughs> she belongs in cell block tango. oh my god Kristen doty is cell block tango i'm i rewatched chicago last week it's literally one of my favorite Chicago's movies so of all time fucking good i've been wanting to watch it again for a really long time oh i would I watch it. it like later tonight like right. it's my favorite movie <laughs> it's so it never gets old for me it's one of the best movie musicals ever made without question it's a i saw the musical like it's on boring. stage chicago the, the movie stage? was better than the actual staged musical the stage production of chicago is not an interesting stage production i've never seen i've seen like two versions of it it's just not an interesting the the ways i've seen it done which have been i think pretty traditional and normal it's just not an interesting show to see on stage the movie however the movie is, is fucking incredible transcendent Catherine zeta jones Catherine zeta jones when she deserves, does it can't do it alone uh that's my one of my favorite songs so good I go. She goes. We go. But I can't do it alone. So good. She says, "What's your sister like?" I say, "Man." Ding. Chills again. 
full Chicago Us heads. In Chicago. Us in Chicago. Oh, I double love it feature. So much. I love a Vanderpump Rules cell block tango. Yeah. They could all do it. They could all do it. Stassi talks about Patrick. Stassi's is like, what's her like? Oh, oh, like galvanize. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen's like, game over. Katie's like, uh, Bubba. Katie's like, Bubba. <laughs> And then Brittany goes, Jax. Jax. Or Brittany goes like, oh, it's a good one for Brittany. Lala goes, Randall. What is it? It's like, Randall. Galvanize. Game over. Jax. Bubba. (laughs) Jax. I I feel like there must be a better word for Brittany than Jax. No, Brittany's Brittany's like, I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) Ariana's the one that like didn't do it. Yeah. Ariana's the like not guilty. For yeah, she's sure. uh uh-uh. uh. So it's like hell no. Which she knows. She's just like <laughs> 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 So it's like galvanize. Game over. Baba. What's Ariana's word? It's what just is an it, eye like? roll. Yeah, hers is silent. <laughs> it's just her rolling her eyes. And then Okay, okay. Let me let me see if I can do it. It's galvanize game over shit i already forgot what comes it's next galvanize galvanize game game over, over. Bye ariana's eye roll <laughs> <laughs> and then jacks no and then no. I, I, I you, you. fuck <laughs> I, I need a anything. full recap. I'm like ready to raise money to reboot Chicago. Like, it's like remake them, with right? just, yeah. With, oh, did we forget Lala that last time? Whatever. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. We got to workshop yeah. it. No, we got it. But like, I want to cast all of them in Chicago. Oh, my God. Lisa's matron, Mama Morton. Mm-hmm. You be good to Lisa. She'll <gasps> be good to you. Wow. Chills. Who's um Tom Tom is very Chicago is James, like settings. Uh which one is uh Billy Flynn? Like Sandoval might be Billy. Pro- Flynn. I mean, he'd be the best. Yeah. Razzle Dazzle. Mm-hmm. He's all about the Razzle Dazzle. Schwartz is Ugh. the lover that gets shot. Well, at the I was beginning. just gonna say I was like, he's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um who else who else is in that movie oh who's like roxy's husband like neglected husband oh yeah who's roxy in that movie um fuck because we kind of used all the girls yeah but who's the like it just has to be like a new blood and then you once you've once you've killed your shitty abusive boyfriend, then you enter the world of all the, the cell Vanderpump block Burst. Vanderpump Tango. Oh my! I love Ariana's just eye roll. Eye roll. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like not guilty because she's like, I just don't fucking care. Yeah, it's not she's like, like she's really, like I don't. Even, she's like I don't even fucking care. We rebrand all the like songs to be. It's not really about like. I guess it could be about like murdering, but then also it's just about like working at Sir. <laughs> Sir, Sir Cago. <laughs> you can't see, but I just looked at Lara like she came up with the most amazing idea. Oh my god! Yeah, this is a billion dollar idea. Mm-hmm. I need the musical. 
Kristen's obviously Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Because she's got to do Can't Do It Alone. Mm-hmm. Duh. Wow. Yeah. You guys. This Powerful is fucking- stuff. We're making it happen. Oh my God. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> What's something that rhymes with like Cicero? Um, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, shit. Oh, sorry, this is not this what you were asking. Uh, Roxy's neglected husband is Shay. Oh, duh. Oh my god, he like is. I mean, like singing Mr. Cellophane. The first season of Vanderpump Rules is basically is mapped on Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, because like Stassi or or like Kristen Frank Frank dead. Wasn't someone named Frank in the movie? Probably. It's a very like it's the nineteen twenties or yeah. whatever forties. <laughs> I'm not fucking like seventies. <laughs> you can say two thousands name. No idea. <laughs> decade actually is totally roxy heart yeah she actually is the name on everybody's lips, lips is, is gonna, gonna be, be sheena, sheena. <laughs> sheena. <laughs> and it's like rob and adam and shay are all the men that are like carrying her and like all the bussers at sir oh my god yeah i'm crying i'm i I actually can't believe i've never like thought about it this way before yeah it it gives a whole new appreciation right that now i'm like where have i been yeah <laughs> oh my god thanks for going on that ride with us wow that was uh, sir wow. i'm like my passion for this show has fully come back <laughs> since putting it in chicago terms Seriously. <laughs> wow okay anyway anyways Ariana says that if Lala doesn't get to her shit together, she could lose her job. Which again, like I'm like, come shut on, the fuck, they have to. I can't. I know they're paying stop. you to say this, but like, stop. Ariana also said something so funny when she was when Tom was getting ready, when she was like, "Oh my god, it's like James Bond in a Wes Anderson movie." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it is like that. That was funny. Yeah, I forget that Ariana's like they're being cute and I, really cute. They did something really cute. I know I'm skipping ahead, but like when they get to the hotel and they see the hammock and they both like race each other to the hammock. I was like, that was, they're really cute. They love each other. They love each other. They're like best friends. They are. It's really, really cute. Also, I'm like, Tom Sandoval is a really good friend. Also, Tom Sandoval is a really good friend and he's so fucking hot in real life. He's hot in real life. He does nothing for me on TV, but I saw him in real life and I was like stunned by him he's mm-hmm. like very very attractive irl yeah in a way that i wasn't expecting it's a little bit like tongue-tied totally i was like i thought about saying something and i was like i can't i was like i i, I actually can't say something to he him. and ariana both are like two super hot people it's really insane like that you're just like 
holy shit, I can't believe how hot you guys are. I hope that their secret, like, child arrangement is that they, like, get a surrogate or something. Yeah. Because that would be such a fucking hot kid. And mm-hmm. I know she doesn't want to give birth, but, like, maybe they could, like, get they, some eggs out of there. fully can afford a surrogate. They can fully afford a fucking surrogate. That way she doesn't have to give birth. Yeah. And then they can just be like, come here, little hottie. It's going to be a hot kid. That kid. I hope. Yeah. I hope. God, I think, whatever. Yeah. I think it, God bless are really good. It. Tom Sandoval's dad is a smoke show, yeah, too. Yeah, he is. He is hot. Tom is a great friend. He'll spend $18,000 to surprise you. <laughs> I couldn't have. I'm like, can you not rent a motorcycle? I know. But I guess like renting it, you can't really put like the Tom Tom decal on it and like customize it. That's true. But yeah, Tom's got to go the extra mile. You can't just rent a normal motorcycle. No, you have to buy the motorcycle, customize it, have it say Tom Tom, which by the way, the Tom Tom logo on their motorcycle and helmets is better than the Tom Tom logo. It looks cool. Logo in real life. It looks cool. Like I would buy merch of that Tom Tom logo. For sure. Yeah. Totally. The other Tom Tom merch I'm actually chilled to the bone, but also sweating (laughs) out of anxiety because it is the worst merch I've ever seen. Yeah. I would offer my services as a merch consultant to like get Tom Tom's merch on the right track. Yeah. Because it's so bad. It's bad. Let me help me help you. Please help me help you want to buy like shit. Yeah. I'll give you my money. People, you know, people like diehard stands have bought the Tom Tom merch. And (laughs) I haven't bought it, but I would. Yeah, I haven't I had bought. a Sir Candle. I'm like, yeah, the Sir Candle. I have a Sir merch. Yeah. Their merch is decent. It's fine. Fine enough for me to spend like almost 40 du- bucks on a hat. It basically, it just needs to be neutral enough that it's not. Yeah. Does it, it doesn't stand out as being ugly. Yeah. That's all it needs to be. Good point. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't need to be this like really cool, amazing. I mean, but that's not Sandoval. It has to be something cool. Yeah. But we really need, they really need to work on it. Mm-hmm. So my services are here for you for a fee a consultant fee but like i would do it you hear that yeah so take note she's here katie finally we get my favorite conflict of maybe all of vanderpump rules but also yeah i would say it's my favorite where katie has fallen back into the role of being sad that schwartz (laughs) has no time for her i love the Ba-ba. thought pattern or i love the just the train of thought that like once like all the hard work was put it was, went into opening the restaurant but then once the restaurant's open then he'll have more no time. more work yeah <laughs> it's like excuse now me. it's over he's literally he gonna be hang. there every single day that's like basically what he's there like, to do, do you know like you've worked at a restaurant for a long time like you know what like guillermo does yeah like and he, like peter i saw guillermo a couple weeks ago he's so hot he's so hot i was literally i took a 12 year old girl to her like soccer practice at like a high school around here mm-hmm. and i said as though she would know i went oh my god <laughs> and she was like what <laughs> and i was like have you ever heard of the show called vanderpump rules <laughs> and she was like what and i was like you know like lisa vanderpump from beverly hills housewives and she was like yeah and i was like right you live in la you know i love that and i was like so she has the show and i explained vanderpump rules <laughs> to this 12 year old and said i was like that guy is like the manager that they see him on TV all the time. And she was like, I'm going to yell his name out the window. And I was like, don't. <laughs> and she didn't. I, Cause I genuinely, I was like, don't do that. I will be really mad if you do that. You can't do that. 
I was like, you'll get in trouble if you do that. Love so that. she was like, okay, fine. But she was like fully trolling me being like, I'm going to tell him to come home. <laughs> That's over amazing. Here. I was like, fair enough. That's so embarrassing. Trolled by a 12 you know year what you're old. Doing? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It takes you like probably five minutes to explain everything and then of course. getting to, and he is the manager of the restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's on it every now and then. Yeah. Like not even like, and he's the star of the show. Yeah. Like he's like a, like a side character sort of. Yeah. He has one line a season. He has one scene per season of the show. And she was like, I'm going to call his name. <laughs> I love that. He probably would have loved it. I mean, he probably would have loved it, but I was like, please don't do this. To yeah. Me. No, he's not the cross to die on. No. I also loved that Tom, when he was getting ready, he did two things when he was talking in the mirror. And oh they did God. One of them was, you did it. You did it, buddy. You did something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I was like, this something. is too real. And then when he's like practicing, like being a manager and his like way of practicing being a manager, I was like, oh, the women's restrooms out of toilet paper. I got that. I was like, I mean, real. That is kind of what you do as a manager. But it's also yeah. like, that's really sad that like, that's your like aspirational. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you think the crux of this You're job excited is. excited to go to work and be like, I'll replace the toilet paper in the bathroom. What a life he's had though. Like him reflecting yeah. in the mirror and be, and then there's one point where he's like, you know, I tried to like be a bartender, but, and then it flashes <laughs> back to him, like not working out. And then he's like, then I tried to be a brand ambassador for LVP Sangria. And they're just like, you fucking idiot. And yeah. then it's like, but now this feels right. A restaurant owner. And I was like, literally i'm gonna like take myself out back and shoot myself well, for him just, like, like getting not, this job but it's, it's not like, even that different than all the other stuff he was saying no but it's like he just exists in the world and gets given like he some sort of karmic thing is happening where he has never had to really do anything but just be and then he's gifted all these like things in life oh, which is man. an amazing kind of study of a human being yeah i don't know a lot of people that have had kind of the breaks that he's had i can't think of anybody i know who's had an experience like that and i grew up around a lot of people that were like incredibly privileged and had like you know could have fallen into like pretty like nepotistic is that a word i like it whatever yeah like that kind like whatever and i don't know anybody who has had this kind of like glow up. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And I should. Yeah. I'm racking my brain and I can't think of it. And it's just like, wow, somehow every single thing is like clicked for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the past like few years, I don't know what his life was like pre Vanderpump no. rules, but it seems like it was pretty chill. Yeah. Seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he has, I think really signed a deal with the devil by getting married to Katie. Because that relationship, I think we see by the end of this episode that all the same problems are there. Are just there. But it's the kind of... And it did make me re-angry about this whole season because I was like, so all I'm hearing right now is that like he's been neglecting Katie for weeks. Yeah. Why didn't I know that? Mm -hmm. Why haven't I been seeing that? Yeah. Why haven't you been feeding me that storyline over the last couple of weeks? Why haven't I seen a buildup to this situation? Why am I just finding this out? Yeah. Not that I'm mad. I'm I feel thrilled. neglected. I personally feel neglected. Yeah. I too am like, Bubba. I'm like, what happened? Bubba. I thought we were on the same page here that we were like Bubba. in this together. 
And then you come at me with like, this has been just like percolating. Yeah. For fucked. God knows how long. It's fucked up. It's yeah, fucked. I agree. Schwartz seeing the motorcycle <laughs> brings me pure joy. It was really sweet. It was sweet. It really like, he was I had happy. a moment where I was like, I love Sandoval so much. Yeah. He's such a sweetie. He's so sincere. He's so earnest. He lives for these kinds of moments of just like bringing smiles to these people's faces. He cares. He cares. And it was really cute and really sweet. And I loved it, even though I fucking hate Tom Schwartz and think he's an alcoholic demon. There's something Schwartz just has that thing where you just give him the pass kind of like, like, oh, he's having fun. Yeah. And their relationship (laughs) is kind of it's just very sweet and touching. You're like, well, I love Sandoval. And if Sandoval loves Schwartz, then there must be something good about Schwartz. Yeah. Like I'm here for their friendship. I know. Even though. Even though. Even though. And also, I think that it's sweet. Like Sandoval got Ariana her own helmet, and then got I Katie a helmet. That. Which politically, I was like, "You're a smart person. You're like, a very smart person. You know, he's it, never going to be like, hey, Katie, want to go for a ride no! on my motorcycle.' But it also seems like it could have been Schwartz's idea. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, where I was like, I don't know if they, you know, I, I don't know the ins and outs of who eventually told said how it happened or whatever. But there was a part of me that was like, I bet she thinks that schwartz came up with that idea or like was like i, I need one for katie too yeah because it says bubba but i was just bubba. like tom sandoval thinks ahead yeah he thinks he's about very everything smart. except getting gas even though he's not that but, smart yeah <laughs> like, he gets far enough to where yeah. he can figure it he's out he's got it it's yeah fine. like there will always be smart up to a point but now at least he has the resources to like make up for totally. the rest that's not really I there it. yeah I, it put me back on team sandoval it did. i, I think like i was him. like wavering earlier this season and yeah. now i'm just like 100 percent on board I love him i love him Kristen sees her admittance to tom tom as a huge step forward in her and lisa's relationship and I, in my head, I was like, what world are you actually living in? Well, Kristen also did something in this situation that was so bizarre. And I didn't notice the first time I watched it. But then I watched it again where she's like, this is, well, yeah, it's like she walks in a Tom Tom and she's like, this is huge for me, <laughs> which I loved. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, this is huge for me. Like I, Lisa finally let me in or whatever. And then she starts talking about Lisa. And then she starts being like, I can see myself next year being besties with Lisa and like going to Villa Rosa and doing all this stuff. And then she goes, what does she say? She, said, she next says year? next year is going to be really good. I was like, why? What do you mean next year? What are you talking about? Why next year? Yeah. What's happening in 2020? Do you have some really scary specific plan that we don't know about? And you kind of just accidentally let onto it. Like, I feel like, yeah, she does. Next year is going to be really good. But like, she has to know that we're still, or next year. Oh, I guess she would have been talking about 2019. Yeah. But like, what has happened for her in 2019? It's like. That's what I mean. Unless you have something on the horizon. Yeah. Who's like, next year is going to be great. I'm really confused by Dodie's like optimism. I don't understand it. There's and I don't know if Lisa's like feeding into it or if this is just like a pure delusion. Kristen has the energy of like, you know, in uh, in Best in Show when mm-hmm. Parker Posey's dog loses the bee and she goes to the like pet store and she's like frantically like running around being like, my dog, my dog lost her bee. Like, I need a bee. I need a bee. Yeah. And the person's like, okay, well, here's this. And they're like, no, no, no. She's like, that's not going to work. 
And he's like, okay, well, here's this thing. And they offer her all these things. And he says, well, this one has stripes and dogs can't see color. So like, they might think this is a bee. And she like, freaks out and finally just picks one. And like, duh, this one's fine. And he's like, that one looks least like a bee. Yeah. And she freaks out. And she's like, you don't know my dog. Mm-hmm. You obviously don't know my dog. That's like constantly. Yeah. Her energy. Like even in moments of like calm, like she's still just like. She's very intense. I need a bee. Mm-hmm. She's, <laughs> she's like, give me always looking. My for dog the bee. lost its bee. <laughs> I need it with like the braces. Yeah. <laughs> like screaming. Total braces. When the gang gets to Tom Tom, there's just a brief moment where Katie's looking around and you just hear her off camera go. It's like moving art. About the decor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the like gears and shit. Yeah. Because it is literally moving. It's moving. I mean, art, I guess, is like subjective when it comes to like who's viewing it. But I love that she's like, it's moving art. It's like moving art. Or it's like a clock. Or it's like just like steampunk. Yeah. Moving art. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. The Toms roll up to Tom Tom and it's a huge celebration. Which was cute. It was cute. They sprayed champagne right into the lens of the camera. It was very like Paul Thomas Anderson. It was like, and there'll be blood when he's like oil rigging or whatever. And they get like a splash of oil on the lens. And you're like, whoa. You're like, art. We're in it. Oh, we're in the scene. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I call moving art. That's moving art. (laughs) They cut the ribbon, which was confusing because it's like two people. They were already inside. Yeah. Then two people held a ribbon and then someone cut it. People literally walked out with drinks in their hands. Yeah. Like they were open. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think of it. (laughs) It was just like, this ribbon cutting seems like. It's misplaced. like you can't have like a grand late entrance and a ribbon cutting. Yeah. You get one or the other. Mm-hmm. Just like do the entrance. Just do the entrance. We didn't need a ribbon cutting. Yeah. It's and fine. it was also weird that it, do our ribbons usually held by a person on each end? I guess so. I feel like I just saw something else with a ribbon cutting in it. And now I'm trying to think of, oh, it was an episode of Queer Eye. But I don't remember anything else about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> There was just a ribbon cutting in it. Brittany orders a tequila shot and Jax immediately doesn't approve. He goes, honey, your stomach. And she goes, that's why I'm doing it because I can't have all these mixed drinks. And Which I, was like that logic. <laughs> and, it, and she believed like she was like, yeah, She's yeah, like, well, yeah I'll just have a shot. I love that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. Well, I can't have all these crazy mixed drinks. So like, as though drink- she's having, like, pure, like, the purity of having a shot was, like, the problem. Yeah. Like, just do straight acid tequila. And wouldn't have Lala's mocktail because it was spicy. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I can't have that. I'm not supposed to have spicy food. <laughs> Later on in like, the night, it cuts to her and she's like, well, I have this shot, well, which I is got a this huge shot. glass of tequila. <laughs> and a mini shot. So, like, I just pour a little bit from here when it's, like... I when feel like I want to drink, <laughs> like wild. It's like you have a stomach ulcer. You have a drinking problem. You have a drinking problem and like a stomach ulcer that, according to Jax, causes you to spend hours Vomiting in the bathroom or shitting. And you're just like, well, if I just have like a couple of shots, which like again, like no shade. If I had a couple of quote a couple of shots in a night, I'd probably throw up. 
Yeah, I can't. I just have a sensitive it. stomach. If I had three drinks, period, I could I can throw up. Yeah. Like it's just not so to imagine someone someone's like trimmed down version is just drinking straight tequila. Is all drinking night. straight tequila oh for hours. She says, I'm just gonna do that's why I'm just doing this one right now. I'm not gonna be like all down the hatch like I usually am. And says it to Jack's like he's crazy. Like yeah. she's like, Well, yeah. Hello. But I also was thinking, because then it cuts to Jax and his talking head, and he's like, you know, we're going to be having babies soon, and I just want Brit to be healthy. And I was like, is this laying groundwork for what their eventual next round of conflict is going to be when he was like, she's losing her spark, blah, 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 which is like, she's not healthy. Like, this is... And that's how they're going to put off having kids. That's how they're going to put off having kids or how there will be a justification to cheat again, like... It always comes back to like finding something about Brittany to blame. And now this is a perfect thing that can fill in for the lost spark is like, oh, Brittany just won't take care of herself. Like she's not healthy. I like what you're saying. It's just like I kind of like my intuition was like ringing at that. Well, well, it's the way he said it with this like false concern with this like, I just want her to be healthy. It's like healthy. I took it as like, I took it as like more of the sort of like performative dad stuff where it's like, well, I've had like some death in my life recently. And like the last thing I want is like for Brittany to like get sick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've thought about that too, which I think is part of that, but you're so right that it'll be this thing of him like putting things off. Cause he's like, Brittany, you're just like, you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. And then all, cause he's always harped on her health and he's harped on her like weight and like working out and stuff. And so I feel like this ties into that somehow. Yeah. And then, also, I'm just like, lol, if Jax is like lecturing you, you about your health, I'm he has had like 40 breast lumps. Yeah. Like, you need to really yeah, get your shit together. That's really scary. That's not the person you want to be like hearing about that from. Katie is acting needy and insane to Schwartz. Baba. Baba, look at this picture. Look at that. Look, Baba, look. Baba, come here. Like, I love you, Baba. Baba. This is like his night. He, like, let him, you know, I, as much as I truly, like, I really can't say it enough. I fucking hate Schwartz. I think he is a very scary, volatile alcoholic who, because he comes off like such a little sad puppy, doesn't seem to He gets away with it. But he is, I think, so fucking manipulative and so scary and like deeply, deeply sick. Mm-hmm. That being said, <laughs> love that. I love that diagnosis. That being said, I was on his side for pretty much this entire episode. And I'm not and I'm not a Katie fan by any means. So I you know, like I'm really not I'm not fans of either of them. I'm not going to be on either of their sides by default regardless. Most of the time I'm just like on team nobody. Yeah. But he generally seemed to be making sense to me a lot in this episode. Yeah. At least when it comes to Katie not making sense. And if I had to pick one who was making more sense, it would it be him. Tom. Well, I agree with that. And I also think that in the instance of just looking at this one night and then like your travels to Mexico, just what we're seeing on camera, it seems to me it's like this is a person's big night. They're going to be pulled in a thousand different directions. It's not the night where they're going to be like cuddling up with you and like whispering in your ear all night. It's like their night. So you just have to let them do their thing. And then you like go home and fuck later. And it's, it's like, like if you've been with a partner to like a networking event for them, mm-hmm. like you can't expect to just like 
have their attention all night or like you know not like a, like a networking event i'm like oh, what the fuck no but like, like some like a company thing for somebody or someone where like colleagues or you know like you just have to go into that knowing that it's not like a normal party it's not like like a normal night out like yeah it's a work thing it's a business and as much as it is wild that he has this business in the first place his name is on this restaurant and people are there the opening night because they want to see fucking tom yeah so he's gonna be spread pretty thin it's not about like being like hanging on bubba and being like oh my god bubba i'm so happy yeah and it's not like your thing that you did together it's him and tom sandoval's thing it's his so just like chill the fuck out tom and ariana were together all night yeah because she was, like, hanging Ariana out. is like secure in herself. And she's, I'm like, like sensible. This just shows you like, and what kills me about Katie. And I think what's always killed me about Katie is she gets so like up on her high horse bullshit and like talks such a big game about like, I've gone through so much and like I did all the work and like now I'm like truly know what confidence means and like blah 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 and it's like no you fucking don't because if you were a confident person you wouldn't be like whining at your boyfriend all night you wouldn't be like making it your mission to cut James out of like his job and like this show you wouldn't have to like find these people to like arbitrarily hate you'd just be chill and you'd have a different storyline like Mm -hmm. If you actually learned a thing about your fucking life, you wouldn't be in the same situation. Like, and if you're choosing to be constantly portrayed on a TV show as like this needy, sad person, that's also very sad for you because like, I would not want that to be my go-to narrative. And it's almost like, it's almost as if what it's like you watch her doing it and it's like, do you think in the moment that you're coming off as sympathetic, is that why you're doing it? Like, do you think people are going to watch you and be like, oh, poor Katie. Yeah. I can't believe someone called her fat at work. And like, I can't believe her husband's neglecting her. It's poor just like, Katie. The and second I'm like, she uh, gives like a specific face look, you, you know, know it's over. exactly <laughs> that it's over. <laughs> you like, know it's over. <laughs> she's in full blown. I'm the victim mode. Yeah. And she is going to do everything in her power to convince you. Mm hmm that you have made her into a victim and she doesn't deserve it. No. And she's constantly being like victimized so by everyone cool. around her. And I'm just like, Oh, it would get exhausted. Like I just personally, it even if I tiring. felt like everyone around me was against me and trying to victimize me, I still would not ever want to be portrayed as that because no. I feel like that's so disempowering. I'd like go into hiding. I'd be like, okay, bye. Like, I'd, be I'd be like, like that's okay. not my storyline. Like my storyline is like, I would rather be like a villain that's like seen as like, like a James. Yeah, like a James and a Katie. 100%. Even if it was totally. just like wild, at least you're like bringing lols and like entertaining and like have something to offer. Like right. Katie really is only entertaining when she is acting like this, but it's also really unfortunate because it's like you have so many, like you have real problems. Someone on this podcast at some point, I think recently, was like, name one thing that Katie's done that's been iconic. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I can go through every other person who's been on the show and mm-hmm. think of something that they did that was iconic. Yeah. And that has cemented their place in the show. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of one fucking thing. No. I was like, I get it now. I get why she's so 
exhausting and she's so because you're like then why you're like why am i even watching you yeah why do i root like i've never rooted for her on the show because it's like she gives you nothing to root for she is just a wet blanket so then now i enjoy seeing her in the position of being a wet blanket (laughs) because it means someone's gonna yell at her or put her down or at least just like clap back at her literally goes bubba you're being a wet blanket yeah Bubba, you're being a wet blanket. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You are. She's being a wet blanket. But it's like, at least then you get some sort of payoff for like how just like awful she is. Because she really has not done a single iconic thing. Literally nothing. Except fall through a skylight. Except fall through. And we didn't didn't even get to see that. And that was even on fucking camera. Yeah. So. And I blame her for that. Too little too late. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Oh, God. Why is Lala lying about the brunch with Billy Lee? Oh, my God. I love when Lisa calls her up and goes, what happened at brunch? And Lala goes, what happened at brunch? She's like, like, what do you? I don't know. She kind of like pouts. Lala has never looked more gorgeous than like in this scene. So fucking beautiful. I was like, what is going on? Like, finally, the hair color and the work and the lighting well, all came like, together. Well, she's just so you can just hear like gorgeous collarbone. Yeah. It was very like dressed down for her. For mm-hmm. her. Yeah. I'm, like, for still, it was a casual. Dressed up for me. It dressed was casual down Lala. For Lala. Mm-hmm. And she looked gorgeous. But then Even I'm though like, she was just like, well, I don't, what do you mean? Like, what part of brunch? What are you talking about? And I was, it's because she was in trouble. She never gets in trouble. It was like, like one of the first times we saw her in trouble and she knew she was in trouble because she knew she acted out and she knew she was about to get told and she was trying to be just like, but also it's like hmm. that there was a camera literally next to you. Like you That's can't true. lie about that. And so I'm like, is this just supposed to be like, are they play acting? Because like Lala is not like, right. she's not like sustaining her lifestyle off of hostessing at sir. Like, Certainly not. I don't think that she even is a hostess there when the show isn't no. filming. And I, even when it's filming, I think that she films at the hostess stand, but there's a different hostess that's actually yeah, managing things. Sure. Like I, I'm pretty sure that brunch with Billy Lee, there was an actual hostess at the hostess stand. Well, when Billy Lee was standing there and was like, yeah, yeah, you can take a patio on like, like a seat in the patio or whatever. There was someone else standing there with her who was not Lala. Yeah. Like, there was like a little, like blonde girl with menus there. that was the hostess yeah so like we know the so jigs like, up yeah lala's not like losing this job is not a real stake for her so i'm like are you pretending or are you really like trying to pull this I off mean, like you didn't flip your shit at- it's possible that like she maybe it's not even about her fake job so much as it's about she realizes she's realizing as she's being confronted about it that she actually came off really poorly and James came off really well for once. Yeah. She's about to have to face that. Mm -hmm. Like she's about to have to be like, she Jamesed out. She James, she fully Jamesed out and he was really chill. Yeah. So like, I wonder if maybe that's where she's like, I might be about to be embarrassed because I know that I actually acted out and James didn't. And all of a sudden I kind of look bad. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Could be reading too much into it, but But it was was a strange, I was like, I think the Lala I know would just be like honest and own it and then move on. Like I, I, I got really upset. It wasn't cool. Like I should never have done that. Like that wouldn't have been outside of her. Yeah. Lisa's not going to fire. It. Clearly she's not going to fire you. But for she this. just lied. But she just lied. And then Sheena came over and you know, Sheena, <laughs> I love like narc she, Sheena, <laughs> Sheena <laughs> cannot not narc on someone. No, she can't. 
like she was just like I loved her confession when she was like Lala is my friend but like I can't lie to my boss no like, and then Melissa was like you're the most professional waitress I've ever had and I was kind of at first I was like what and then I thought about it and I was kind of like Sheena is a she professional good at her job yeah she's good at her job she gets those tips remember she, she got a hundred dollar tip she did Sheena's running crispy chickens left and right. <laughs> like she is engaged and she and Lisa knows that Sheena will tell her the truth at all times. Yeah. Lisa gets in the sidecar and her scream when the sidecar. <laughs> I need it as my ringtone. I'm obsessed with Sandoval and Lisa's relationship this season. Also, that he just keeps <laughs> being like, Lisa, you look so cute. Yeah. He says that every episode. Take a shot every time Sandoval tells Lisa she's cute. I love something about i think it's so sweet he loves lisa Lisa, you look so cute i love it it's cute it makes me like lisa more because i've really flip-flopped on her but when sandoval likes her i'm like okay and when she anyone does like a really high-pitched scream that's like above and beyond the call of duty for a scream it really endears me to them cute Just when you think that the scene is done, you get a far away. I know when they're like, it's like, gets slowly farther. Like, ah! <laughs> it was a really good scream. That's great. <laughs> I love that. I love watching them drive off on, towards, you know, San Vicente or where the fuck they were going. Yeah. I loved it. Weirdly, that motorcycle was parked outside of Tom Tom for, for a long time. Yeah. But like for the first few weeks, but then it's never been there again. No, I wonder where it is now. It's like that surmobile that was like sometimes parked outside of Sir, like the pink surmobile. I never actually saw that outside of Sir. I I saw it a couple times. But yeah, I guess they, Tom and Ariana park their car in their house now or some shit. I found their house, by the way. Oh, yeah. Did you drive? Is it close to? So I was, I'm a la native baby <laughs> and i my parents live in the valley i was born and raised in sherman oaks and i was driving to my parents house the other day and i won't name street names because i'm not a bad person but i was driving down like kind of a main valley street and i had had a friend who lives in the valley who told me that they found the house yeah and they told me vaguely where it was and i realized i was in the area which is very close to my parents house mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna drive i like had time. To i was like i'm by. gonna drive around and find it yeah and as I said that, I drove past it. Uh, it's like very visible. Wow. I didn't have to do like turn onto the street and find like it, it is, is like very, right there. It is right there. Wow. And I turned onto the street and I was going, oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. And I like called my best friend and told her I found it. Um, it's a nice house. They have a big lot. Yeah. It looks like a great house. It's a nice, I mean, it's like. Listen, there's a lot of haters on the valley. I fucking love the valley. The valley is chill. And also, if you're going to buy property, your dollar goes way further than it would in West Hollywood. You can get such a nice fucking house in the valley. And the valley's great. There's so much great shit in the valley. There's You have everything in the valley that you have in LA proper or like the non-valley. But then also, it's hotter, but you have central heat and air. So it's not a big deal. And they have a fucking pool. So it's all good. I know. My parents' house is in the valley and it's like, it gets hotter there. But exactly. They have fucking central AC. You don't know when you're inside. Yeah. Ugh, I wish my one of my parents lived in the valley. Yeah, it's pretty chill. It'd be nice say. to have like just like a home base in the valley. It's really, really nice. I went, my mom just got a rowing machine. 
Oh, love that. Actually, I hate and that. I've I don't know why like, I said it because I hate rowing machines. Oh, but my God, I, love. I love it. And I so I've been going over there recently, like during the day when she's at work to just like so use have a row this rowing machine. I'm a real Olivia James. <laughs> You're a real rower. I'm a real I row. Someone call crew. USC. We have a new my rowing recruit. Lots of pics of me. <laughs> I've been. Oh, my God. I, there's a there's an Olivia Jade video specifically that I sent to Carrie because <laughs> I just had the, like, the, the truly the most like brilliant artistic vision I've ever had in my life. She just does. She it's the video where she's announcing her like palette with Sephora. Uh huh. And I watched the first like minute of it and I was like, Carrie has to reenact this. Yeah. Like he was born to, I'll show you the video. It's like her like trying not to cry mm-hmm. over announcing her palette. And she's like, Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm gonna try that again and like she like it's like she like she's to do multiple takes so i'm as he is olivia any Jade. fans of sexy unique pod who love carrie which i hope is everybody you need Everyone. to fucking bully him on his instagram and get him to do this because he said he was gonna do it but he still hasn't done it it's been like a week and i know he's like been with his family on vacation but i'm also like I'm like, where's Olivia Jade's content? (laughs) Like, I don't, you're going to watch this and you're going to be like, yeah, that's what he was born. Yeah, he is. He and Olivia Jade are maybe the same person. 100%. We've been talking about her. He sent me a video video of her yesterday that was called Olivia Jade being a rich brat for six straight minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a compilation of her being like, so yeah, like I got this Gucci bag for like my birthday and like it's actually really funny because like I was also going to get like my mom a Gucci bag for her birthday and it's like it's so cute. It's just like really like mini <laughs> like and all these things that were just like perfect. It's fucking great. Yeah. So he, bully someone Carrie took some on his, his DNA and created an Olivia Jade. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I need everyone to like get on him and get him to deliver this content. The so readers will please, do it. I need them to do it. Thank they you. will do it. Thank you for your uh, assistance. Bo is being really extra and I'm like, we get it. You're that goofy. went on for 20 minutes. Yeah. That dancing scene of him in that dinosaur costume. I was like, a dinosaurs peaked like two years ago on Instagram. 100%. Like we're past that. We're like, past this like lol humor moment. Yeah. Like it's just like not something that's like fresh. I'm like, okay, get it. all of his stuff is kind of like that. He's, like, real... he's a little bit behind on, on the jokes, on the jokes, mm-hmm. which is like kind of endearing and makes me think that, I think they're all like they're not up to date on like what the good memes are. They're all very like, but first coffee. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They're all very like tacos. Yeah, like, they just edged out of like mm-hmm. the keep calm and carry on oh, phase. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they yeah, just yeah, yeah, were yeah. like that's so yesterday to them as of today. <laughs> yeah, and now they're into like, but first coffee and tacos. Right, and so it makes sense that he would think like a dinosaur costume is the biggest lol of his life. I can't stop thinking about Sheena's tank top that's in mermaid vibes. I think about it every single day. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I love it. Obsessed. She loves mermaids. Mermaid vibes. Mermaid vibes. I love it. She loves a wet look. She loves a wet look with that like Carmen San Diego outfit. Her like eighties office worker working girl moment is truly the best look of the season i fucking love it it's a power move um but yeah that t-rex thing truly went on for 25 minutes and i was like i was like okay gotta move on yeah simply must move on we've spent too much time with the two of them in stassi's apartment we're indulging bo's like 
personality Silliness. like way too much. I'm not interested. Stassi has to write in Mexico <laughs> and it's such a bummer. I love, I actually was like, oh my God, same. When she was like, this is my writing outfit. <laughs> yeah. When she's like, this would actually be so comfortable. I was like, I was yeah, like, I actually, do I do that a I lot. Do that too. I'm like, okay, this, so this is what I'm going to wear when I write. And this is where I'm going to sit. Like, I'm like all that, all that fucking bullshit is like exactly what I do when I want to write. Like it is, I actually respected that. I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Her boobs are so big. I think what's the, going on. Okay. So she's so busty in the like talking that heads. Green dress the green the dress leg. I think is just ill fitting. I made my mom watch an episode of Vanderpump Rules while she was here, like just like last God week's bless. episode. And she was had a lot of thoughts about Stassi's look in that. She was like, yeah. it just doesn't fit her. And no, I really it is think, ill-fitting. yeah, it is ill fitting, but her boobs look like, didn't she get a reduction? She did, but they just look massive. And I think it's just because in other things, they look just the normal, normal, regular size that they've looked for forever. Totally. But then somehow in this one moment, they're, huge and i'm like okay well what's the secret to that because yeah, i would because, love okay. to know whatever you did <laughs> okay. yeah i'm like, like i'll sign me up <laughs> it like it, it blows my mind yeah every single time my eyes just go right to I'm her like tits. i literally can't help it no couldn't have i tried yeah and like the seams crazy. are so pulled tight i know and there's like, like one little seam that kind of comes out to a point yeah but also, I think there's a talking head where Kristen's wearing the same dress as Stassi, but in a different Whoa. color. Kristen's is when she's like, I'm going to be easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. I think that is yeah. the same dress that Stassi is wearing. Huh. But it's also like a different right. size like and color. Yeah, it's like they're revolved. Like they just you know, whatever. get whatever. It's like the same shit. Cheap. Whatever. Jax is irritated about the flowers for the engagement party, and I kind of am into the comedy of Jax. I literally wrote down sometimes Jax makes me laugh. <laughs> it's funny when he he's looking at the butt. He goes, "What the what weeds? Weeds? Those are dead. They're weeds. They're weeds. Weeds." I was laughing. Like sometimes I get it. He makes me laugh. He's funny. He did something like last season, and it was so basic and stupid and not funny. But unfortunately, I laughed. It was like him and Schwartz went out to lunch somewhere, <laughs> and the person was like, "What do you want as your side? Like the green salad or like French fries?" And Jack's like, "If you get a green salad, I'm walking out of here right now." <laughs> and it was so fucking dumb and like basic and like not funny and like kind of like toxic masculinity. But it. But he is that, and it's funny when he does it. It made me laugh. Yeah. It sucks. And then he said something so where he was like, ugh, don't say that word. It reminds me of slacks or pants. Clusters. You didn't like the word clusters. And I was like, slacks and pants? Those are just normal words. Yeah. The funniest thing he said last episode was when he was like, Brittany's looking at the menu, and he sat down, and he goes, everything on here I hate. I know I'm kind of like pivoting to being like, I love Jax. <laughs> I like it seeing him get trolled by all these things that are supposed to be totally. celebratory that like he's, he's just like, fuck this. Yeah. He's ever uh, everything on here. I hate it makes me laugh. Yeah, it's funny. He makes me laugh. I didn't laugh when Brittany said this is not a democracy. It's a Britocracy. I'm like, and she I doesn't like, know what either of those things mean. She has no idea what the word democracy means. And I don't like when I can tell that producers are writing jokes for these people. Or like someone wrote that joke for her. It doesn't. Oftentimes it goes off without a hitch and I don't mind. Yeah. But when it's that obvious, I'm like, fuck you. You know, she like had to shoot that line like four times. Yeah. 
She's like, it's not a democracy. It's a what? It's not a Republican. It's a Democrat. It's and not she's a like, Republican. <laughs> it's a Democrat. And they're like, no. <laughs> and like, no, no, no. Try again. Yeah, it took her a minute. Okay, okay. It's not a banana republic. It's a... It's a britocracy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, almost. And they're like, that's fine. 50% of the way there. Try again. So we're going to keep that first part and then just do the second part. The reason that she's so sweaty in that moment is because, is because that's she's been take. filming for hours just she's trying like, to get it right. It's a, you literally can see her kind of be like looking at the producers in the eyes being like, it's a britocracy. Yeah. I did it this time. Like, <laughs> it is so... That was upsetting. There was a producer behind the scenes for sure, like, mouthing along with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lala says she can't remember the last time she flew commercial. Oh, obsessed. I Love. loved that. Yeah. I Should we fly with assistance? I would have loved more footage of Lala at LAX. Like, at Hudson News. She like seemed like she like, just couldn't, like, even... Like, someone had to type in her, like, boarding pass It was for so her. foreign to her. She was just like, what? Which was, like, funny, but also, was, like, this is really sad. You, like, really don't know how to function in the world. Yeah. Without, I'm like, like I worry boyfriend. for you. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. You've never had a moment of really having to be, like, single and, like, independent. Yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> This is going back, but when they, so they did like a packing montage of everybody like getting Mm -hmm. money or whatever. And they, Sandoval throws the two belts on the things and Ariana (laughs) goes, you don't need two belts. And he goes, two belts? Those are my two red belts. Yeah. I loved that. (laughs) That also made me genuinely laugh. Yeah. God, I'm just so happy with these people when things are going well on the show. I'm like, do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm like, you guys, you earn this. You're funny. The moment that the show starts to suck, I'm like, I fucking hate like, you all. Burn in hell. You ruined my life. Yeah, no, there's no laws. We I'm a fair it. weather fan. You love clothes. I'm basically like, when I was growing up, my my both my parents went to OU, and my mm-hmm. dad is like a huge college football like maniac. Mm-hmm. So I would then get dragged to OU games like every fucking weekend. And it was from that young age that I learned to hate football. And just like slogging through these games, like not understanding anything that's going on. But all the fans around me, like I learned all my first cuss words because it's just like those call like Oklahoma (laughs) football fans are vicious. And they are truly the fair weather fans like when the game is going well and the team is there like, Oh hell yeah. And like high fiving after everything. And it's like all love and light. And the minute that someone fucks up, they're like, fuck you, fuck your mother. You should have never been born. God damn it. And like people will get up and walk out of the stadium. They just like, they just uh, totally abandon their like love of their life team. When there's like a tiny bit of crisis. And that's, I realized how I am with Vanderpump rules. Wow. I'm die hard. I'm, but I'm not necessarily ride or die. Wow. This is learned Too behavior. Too bad this is your job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. to do it. <laughs> I know. The cast of Vanderbump has the last laugh when they're literally like, we can phone it in and we still get paid you like 40000 an episode. You just still have to talk about it. Bye. Enjoy it. Bye. Sheena goes, hee, 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 Galvanize. Bo says he's nervous because he kn- to go to Mexico because he knows they all like to quote party and argue. And I was like, yeah, they do. True. And I was like, I don't disagree. Fair assessment. They do like to party and argue. I was like, let's pray that they do party and argue. And I, I, I hope love for they it do. to make you brutally uncomfortable. Please. Yeah. Please. Just for me. 
please. Just this once. Thank you. Katie's face when she sees Sheena and oh. Tom sitting in first class, I was like, Thank your God we're finally here. Days are numbered. Well, so this is okay. So they got so okay. So Schwartz and Sheena got randomly selected to be bumped up to first class because the thing was overbooked. Yeah, Fine. whatever. Katie walks on the plane. She didn't know that ahead of time. I guess not. Because she would have had to have been separated from him for X amount of time for him to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. But she gets in and she looks at him with daggers in her eyes and says, trade me. She says, what? what? Sheena's like, she's like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting up here? Which trade was the me. first, the first red flag. And then the trade me demand, which was trade me. Say it again. Trade me. (laughs) (laughs) Cue Lisa's scream. (laughs) Bone chilling. Trade me is insane. Not even like you know that's not going to come sit back. Trade someone else and come sit back. Don't trade me. Which which is why the rest of the situation was so funny because it wasn't like even from the beginning she was like no please sit with me I don't want to sit by myself it was like. Give me the advantage. Yeah. Trade me. I want to sit in first class. You don't, sh- you shouldn't sit in first class. And then when he was like, oh, come on. No. And normally I would, but I love you. And I was like, oh, but then we realized later that Katie's sitting next to Lala. So it's not like she had to sit alone on a flight. She's and also with a fucking stranger. It's a fl- airplane flight. Like I, I've flown with people who've gotten upgraded and then we just sit in different seats. And you know what? I've gotten over it. I'm not trying to like chill on a flight. Like I'm not trying to like hang out with you. And she like, goes, we love, I love flying with him. Was- this is the most insane thing I've ever heard anyone ever say in my life because we get some cocktails, we watch a movie and we share headphones, share headphones. And I was like, excuse me. So that's just like what you do in your day to day life. But like on a plane, a share a headphone, like watch a movie one together bud. on the plane where you both go one, two, three. And do you then want like, the left bud or the right bud? Yeah, like, like what? what? I thought she was going to be like, I love planing with him because I sleep on his shoulder. Or it would even be one thing if she was like, I'm really afraid of flying. Like, and I really, and it really like, I, I feel comforted when this person is next. I'm like, that would have been one thing. If I were on a going on a fucking two and a half hour flight and my partner got upgraded to first class, I would say go. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I might be Don't mildly annoyed it. for a second. I might be annoyed for well, it depends how they react. Because yeah. if their first reaction is to be like, "Do you mind?" Then I'm like, you know what? No, no. Have but if fun. they're just like, don't even ask me, then I'm kind of like, oh, so you're just going to do it. If they faded away and then somehow ended <laughs> up in first class. Appeared in first class and didn't tell me. I'd be maybe like, I would say trade me trade. <laughs> yeah, I think I might pull a trade me. But I got really freaked out yeah, because I think I recognized true. that I could easily pull a trade me with like a significant other. I could pull a trade me. In that, you're right. In that situation where she was like surprised, I'm guessing I was thinking about it from the standpoint of like, <laughs> you find out they get upgraded. There's only one seat, mm-hmm. and that your partner, because they're a good partner in this scenario, is like, oh my god, would you be mad if I did? I don't. I won't do it if you don't want me to do it. Yeah, and I would have said, it's totally fine. It's two and a half hours. It's going to be super fun. 
I'll see you. In, I'll see. I'm probably going to sleep the whole time anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. I'll see you in two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, I sleep on every now yeah. I, every airplane I go on. I basically am out like pretty much immediately. Like I can't stay stunned awake. that she didn't get more mad at Sheena. Yeah. To be like, you trade me. Mm hmm. She Let me sit with my husband. The good news was that the line <laughs> was moving. It was so fast. Like you have to move no fast. Time. She had no time to like go full You're Gila so monster right. on everyone. So she just had to do a quick bone chilling trade me, <laughs> dead eyed trade me demand, then get shot down. But then there was nothing she could do because the rest of the plane still had to board. She just had to rage text. She so had no she other choice. Had to go sit in her seat, suck down a vodka cranberry. Ugh, ugh, and then just hunch over and text and text it's so scary it's so fucked up i just i knew that's what she was doing too as soon as it showed her texting again i just like the way that on real housewives of beverly jesus the way they're on real housewives of beverly hills right now we get the like like poster board size screenshots of the text between john blizzard Mm -hmm. as ken says (laughs) um blizzard and teddy where are the fucking rage text screenshots because we used to get those yeah they would show us those and like it's fine to hear tom listed off i believe everything he said like i'm sure that that's what it said but like i want to see that shit how dare you not show that yeah show me show me the rage text like was he responding yeah or was it just like she fucking cuts really fucking deep and goes there when she she's like i'm taking my ring off i love it i don't want to see or talk to you the entire time we're in mexico it's like good luck bitch you have a room together incredible i just love zero to 60 in like 12 step programs there's a big at least the one that i'm in where there's like not a motto but a thing that is often said is like don't make threats that you don't intend to carry out Mm -hmm. and like all katie does is make threats that she does not intend to carry out yeah like that is her deal that is her favorite thing to do she loves a threat she loves an empty threat Mm -hmm. it's fucking wild i love it i love it i love it i was like more of this more empty threats please katie and coach more threats that you won't that you don't intend to take out. Yeah. She can't share an earbud with someone and it no. triggered World War Three. And she lost her mind. She lost it. She also Thank did get wasted. God. Think. Oh my God. When she was in the lobby and Schwartz goes, are you wasted right, right now? And she's talking to Lala and she's like, I told you, see, I see. He said see? That, I know. I told you he was going to say that. He looks at me and says, are you wasted? I was like, yeah, because you are wasted. Because you're fucking drunk. And that also made me really mad when Lala was like, Schwartz, you can't just do that. Like, you can't just ask can't- her if she's been drinking. She's mad. And it's like, what? Those have literally nothing to do with, like, she you can't has ask been her. drinking. She's fucking hammered. Yeah. Like, what are you she talking about? She's sucking down vodka cranberries on the plane. For and then and it's like, hours. yeah, going fucking bonkers on him, being like, doing the thing where it's like you don't even like look at the person and then there's Ooh. one moment where i rewound and when they get off of like i think they're either boarding the bus or getting off and he's like you're oh your bag goes over here and she's like i know where my back mm. and like i was like oh my god like tough. girl get it together that was not good. you know that there are cameras around like why would you want to repeat this i'm so thrilled she did I'm thrilled she did too. I Thank knew they God couldn't keep did. it together for Thank a long. God, she did. And then but you realize that they're just they're in the same boat they've always been in. Yeah. And like Tom Schwartz probably isn't that great of a husband. Oh no. But you know what? He wasn't that great of a boyfriend. No. So like this, 
he's you got yourself into this situation like yeah. this is not like oh my god you married this guy and now he's a completely different person that's so heartbreaking it's not like a dirty john situation no like he's like always been this person and you knew very well what you were getting into yeah like the problems like marriage does not solve the essential problem of your relationship yeah. which is that like it's so scary these people yeah I just think that that's like the way they're like they think a catastrophic thing happens and then you magically wake up and then you're a new person or like <sighs> It's like, that's not how life works. Dark. I need them all to go to therapy, but filmed. Yes. Therapy rules. Therapy rules. We need therapy rules. Mm -hmm. For sure. Katie's shit faced, slurring and sulky. Her outfit also is truly. Peak Katie. Peak Katie. Peak Katie. Yeah. Where once again, like, I think uh, in spite of all of this, I think Katie is gorgeous. I think she looks beautiful. I think. She has gorgeous hair. I think she's a beautiful face. I think she looks better with a little more weight on her than she did when she was really thin. She looks stunning. I think she is so fucking beautiful. Cannot dress to save her goddamn life. Has never met an outfit that has looked flattering on her. It's out of control. She's dressed like a frumpy aunt who loves to like craft and bead on the weekends. <laughs> but during the week has like an office job as a receptionist. It's- it's, it's so insane. unclear to me and she has friends like stassi's generally like pre- dresses pretty well and has yeah. pretty good taste and like she's not around people that are completely devoid of any sort of like Kristen is like not my Kristen favorite dresser neutral. but she makes it work she's neutral yeah she's not like repeatedly offensive mm-hmm. with her outfits i just don't understand I just don't understand. If she dressed for her body, she could look, she would be so fucking hot. Yeah. I might not even care that she's like a crazy person. She has like a Kardashian body. She should be dressing like like Kim or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but she just has got to figure it out. I don't know if she ever will. She needs a stylist. She does. She should really invest in that because I think it's just impossible for her to like get a good outfit going. So crazy. It's insane. This plain outfit was truly like I've never seen. That was maybe the most hideous outfit she's ever worn. When she's wearing the right outfit and she's in the right wasted zone, Mm -hmm. she reminds me exactly of that woman from Wife Swap the dark-sided lady <laughs> like she goes full dark-sided like she like her eyes get crazy like that and she has this like vicious like scary look on her face yeah and when she's like sitting at just the right angle mm-hmm. and she's acting just the right way it's like that and then the time that they were in like sheena's mom's basement or whatever when sheena had that party and like so she was getting in a, she was in a fight with uh oh my god yeah she was who? in a fight wasn't she in a fight like yelling at ariana or something yeah and then stassi wept on the floor they suck when she was like who's she talking about though? stassi threw, she sucks threw herself on the floor and was whale crying they suck <laughs> it's crazy that scene and then this scene where she's on the hammock in mexico i was like you're dark sided. You're dark sided. Full dark sided. She goes into a place where you're like, you are pure evil inside and out. 
Yes. There's nothing it's else to say. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's very Dorinda. It's like yeah. when Dorinda goes to this dark side where she's just saying me- the meanest thing she can possibly say. And the outfits make it scarier because you're That's like, oh, I mean. yeah. Don't. That's what I was trying to say. Like, like I don't know how to connect cute. the outfits to it, but it has to do with the outfit. Yeah. Like if she actually was dressed really well and looked really like, like all she would have to do, I think, to become like a more redeemable character on the show is like dress well and style herself appropriately and then she could get away with being like a bitch because Mm -hmm. at least she'd be a really hot bitch Mm -hmm. but instead she chooses to wear this like striped (laughs) romper jumpsuit with like a short sleeved cardigan but like a long beige long but short sleeved i'm like i just like (laughs) can't can't describe it it was so awful. Every outfit she's ever worn has it's been such bad. such the wrong move. It's so... And if she could just get one thing right, she might... We might be able That's to get on asked. her side. Yeah. Just get a stylist for season eight. You can eight. afford it. You can afford it. It afford would pay it. off. Trust. 100%. That is the move. Because she's not going to change her behavior. Like no. that's a lost cause. But it could subtly change public opinion of her. If all of a sudden people are like, "She looks good this season." Yeah, if she's just like serving it all the time, you can. You really, might forget. Yeah, you would forget mm-hmm. because that plain outfit. I can't. Can we talk about Brittany's recurring dream as a child about Santa Claus, mm-hmm. where she says she was danging, danging off of off. a railing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm danging off the brim. I dream Santa Claus pushed me over the edge and I was danging off the edge. I danging off the glass. I was danging off of the glass ledge. Danging. She's been on the brim her whole life. She has been danging off of the brim her whole life. She was born on the brim. She was born danging off the brim. <laughs> like, there's no question. <laughs> santa i had a recurring dream and it sounds like it's a mall santa yeah (laughs) it's a mall santa that then pushed her over the edge which i feel like i would i'm like gonna go to my therapist next week and tell her this dream and And ask what what it means that's what i thought i was like i need to like figure out like i need to do some like dream interpretation and figure out what this means yeah because dream interpretation really has more to do with like emotions that you feel than like actual iconography in the dream there's some things like water and stuff can mean like emotions and mm-hmm. whatever but i need to know what danging off the edge well i need santa to know claus. what santa claus pushing you off of something where you're danging off the edge means <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> i go to therapy i'm like what does danging off you're the like, edge i was mean to danging you? off the edge what do you think that means she's like she's do like, you think you were dangling and i'm like no danging i was specifically danging (laughs) santa claus is like a patriarchal figure for sure yeah i'm like okay so santa claus is like a fat white man Mm -hmm. which like she's from kentucky yeah i'm sure she like sees a lot of people that look vaguely like santa claus yeah no offense to people from kentucky also the colonel of kfc (gasps) is like a santa-esque character for sure so her it's like her life this things that she sees every day mm-hmm. something subconsciously the ultimate threat to her yeah but maybe it's also like the person you want the ultimate approval from because it's either you're good or you're bad and you either get the things you want which are toys yeah or you, or you get, get coal, coal which is nothing yeah so you want santa to like you and you want the and male you're figure so in charge afraid 
that Santa's not going to like you, that you replay this scenario subconsciously over and over again, where the thing that you need the ultimate approval from rejects you Mm -hmm. and says, no, you're not going to get it. And you're so afraid of not getting this approval that it like kills you that you're going to die because yeah. you don't get it mm-hmm. because not only do you not get the approval it's not like you just get coal he pushes you he oh, pushes he tries you. to fall. kill you he tries to kill he you. makes an attempt on your life and you're just danging and there <laughs> there you are just danging off the ledge <laughs> <laughs> you're just danging there i understand now that she was probably trying to say dangling and hanging but then she just said danging but like she would just danging off the end i'm crying (laughs) i do also think this dream is like a real daddy issues dream it's real daddy issues it's very like patriarchy yeah it's very like i need a it's so important to me that i get approval from men Mm mm-hmm because her parents are divorced. She's a child of a broken totally. home. This is a divorce dream. I and guarantee she's it. she's afraid, totally, of being rejected by her dad or that her dad doesn't love her, which ultimately then turns into any man that she ever has any sort of relationship with. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When we she and it. Jax broke up briefly, she was, she was once danging. again danging. <laughs> She's just trying not to dang. She was danging on a glass railing. Yeah. And then she had to crawl. She had to make the choice to either fall and understand that it's going to be okay or crawl back over the ledge and go back to the person that threw you off the ledge. I bet she still has that recurring dream because she's never let herself just fall off the ledge. Yeah. She let herself fall off the ledge Mm -hmm. and saw that she was okay. Yeah know that she'll wake up at the end she of it she wouldn't have to live the life that she's living yeah damn that's wow. deep as fuck i hope britney listens to this <laughs> before Same. she gets married i'm like only part of it because i did talk about how she's like <laughs> i mean she's like at this point i used to love her and think that she was so cute and now i'm like you're a scammer no she's a scammer for sure but I love her. If you're listening, I <laughs> love do you, love though. you. Hope this love helps. You. <laughs> Thank you. Jack says that he loves the hotel room because there's a lot of places to quote feed the hog. Don't I? Which I was like, Pass. I have no words. He's like feed it. Like it was so hungry, gross. And then I it. and then as soon as the producer like what's that? I was like don't don't, don't do it. Don't let him stop. do this. Don't hey do stop it. Don't do that. Stop it. But they did it, and then we got a real. A feed the hog is like, I can't even. I'll never get those like three seconds of my life back. No. Tom and Katie, I love to the editing of <laughs> oh. everyone going to their room and being like, I love this. Oh my God. And like the music's happening and like Tom and Ariana are like play fucking and like Jackson and Brittany are danging and like getting in the room. <laughs> and then like the, the music fa- st- comes to an abrupt halt. There has never been that long of a scene on Vanderpump Rules without music in the background mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And it made me, but it chilled me to the core. And yeah. I was like, I need more scenes of the show where there's no music in the background. Just yeah. to like see, like to get the real temperature of the room. That was incredible. It was 
beautiful filmmaking Mm -hmm. that deserves an emmy nomination it was amazing yeah i could have watched that whole scene without anything under it it was so good they immediately start fighting katie goes and wraps herself up in the hammock and then she's like i guess i'll i'll just sleep here because there this is as romantic as it's gonna get which just makes no sense that was like was that supposed to be like a diss yeah i think so and then they just have a fight that everyone can hear. I love that when he's like, if we have neighbors right now, I feel really bad. Just cut to Tom and Ariana's. They're like snuggling in their hammock, hearing everything. And also the cuts back and forth mm-hmm. were like in real time because yeah. you could hear like the fight still continued. And if you watch, which I recommend you do rewatch the fight with subtitles because they <laughs> subtitle everything that Tom and Ariana are hearing. Subtitle. So you can hear the, you can, so you can see really the whole fight. Like, yeah. You yeah, really yeah, yeah, get yeah. a sense of what's going down. Ugh. I love when Katie goes when they when he goes inside he's like I hate the way your voice sounds whenever he walks away and she goes okay green pants yeah <laughs> she's a, a child she yeah. also cannot like they don't fight productively okay, at green all. pants okay whatever green pants green pants and then like bubble you're being a wet blanket <laughs> everything he says to her she interrupts him mm-hmm. and just like talks over him then then once they like tire of like trying to really talk over each other get their point across then they just start fucking attacking each other because i hate the sound of your voice can you imagine if your partner fucking said that to you i would we'd have no choice but to break up in the darkest i'm just thinking like the worst fights i've ever had with my partner Mm. never if they ever said those words to me I'd be like, well, great. You're never going to hear the sound of my voice again. And I'm fucking leaving. Yeah. And I'm never talking to you again. Mm-hmm. We're done here. You hate the sound of my voice so much. Then you never have to hear it again. Yeah. They take it to such like a dark, sad place. And that's just like their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That's their neutral. Zone. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. Standard for them. Mm-hmm. Like it gets to the point. He makes a good, he goes, you have the EQ of a 14 year old. I love that. I was like, that oh my God, I can't true. believe you said EQ. I know. I was like, wait, you're a lot smarter than you. I know. I forget that even though he's a manipulative alcoholic, he's smart. Yeah. He's not a total dumb dumb. No, he's not. He, he plays, plays a dumb dumb because it gets him what he wants, but he's not a dumb dumb. And he, he's right. She mm-hmm. does have the EQ of a 14 year old. True that. I'm like, it's, you're married to each other. So like you're in this relationship for the long haul. It doesn't help you until like, like death do you part. Essentially. Yeah. This person has just gotten a job. Mm-hmm. Finally, a person that's never had a job or a career who was a true human TBD <laughs> now has a job that's going to afford you guys a nice lifestyle. Like hopefully this job actually has more like, career opportunities than your current job on this reality show because you also don't run your blog anymore and all you do is be on vanderpump rules you're not ever going to get cast on another reality show like i hope that you don't think that katie maloney because it ain't never gonna happen this is it for you you're not a lala you're not a sheena this is your one shot so what happens for you after this? Like, what are you doing with your life? Nothing. What is Tom Schwartz Shit. doing? Somehow he failed into Somehow this he's doing something with his which life. Which is doing really great. And, and it's th- going to be doing great for a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And so he's going to have less time to, like, sit on the couch and eat, like, chili cheese dogs with you <laughs> and, like, watch, watch TV. Friends. Yeah. But, like, 
thank God that someone's going to make some money so that you guys can like live for a long time. It's just shocking. I mean, it's shocking and not shocking, but it is shocking that she think she's like miffed that they're still in the same situation that they were before they got married. Once again, thank God. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Happy to be watching. Yeah. But, but I'm like, guys, marriage doesn't, cure problems yeah and like you knew he's gonna get this job which is also like he is gonna be at a bar meeting tons of women all the time yeah like girls literally they line up to take pictures yeah like i mean you met him this is not I'm just excited. I'm like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> let's see Game what happens. On. Watch what happens. Yeah. I will be watching what happens. I'm in. I can't wait. I'm all in. Ugh, then he tells, she's like, you're a shitty husband. And he's like, well, I've been with a shitty wife for seven years. And, and I was that like, was the end to be continued. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, these people shouldn't be together. But if they're going to be together, at least I'm watching let it. Let me watch it. <laughs> At least I get to see it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. We wow. accomplished a lot tonight. True that. True that. I'm excited for next week. And oh, I can't. I haven't excited. been excited. In I know. Ages. I haven't been excited for a long time. I'm, yeah. Thank God something's finally fucking happening. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done if I had to come and talk about an episode that was on like a month ago. I've just been like. <laughs> it's been difficult. Yeah, that's tough. I have sympathy for you. Yeah. But you know what? There's the good news is there are other reality shows out there. True that. And other psychos. When the fuck? Speaking of, when is The Hills going to be on? I don't know. I was like, I thought it was supposed to be on like yesterday. I need it now. I think it's not until like the summer, maybe. Or maybe April. I don't know. Did they have a date? I don't think so. I feel like I would know. I need Misha. I need Misha. Yeah. I need Misha on my television. The Hills is going to be. I just it's don't gonna see be how great it could be, be back. Good. I don't see how it can't be good. Yeah. I just don't. I'm all in for the hills. Oh, I can't fucking wait. <sighs> Thank you so much for being my guest. Oh my gosh. Please. At the time of my life. <sighs> I love having you on. It's I hope your tsunami thing. theory. <gasps> Me too. I know. Vanderpump Rules tsunami theory. You need to trademark that. If the readers can like help me manifest that. Mm-hmm. It would be great. I need you to bully Carrie into making an Olivia Jade video and manifest Manifest tsunami theory. Vanderpump Rules tsunami. Season 8 tsunami theory. That's what I ask of you. Some people write theories of relativity. Alan Morse writes a season 8 VPR tsunami. It's what I know best. Yeah, (laughs) it's good. Uh, Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, You can find me. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Shelly Duvall's bedtime stories. <laughs> um, I have to, I've been having to delete a lot because I find it so upset. Instagram just makes me want to die. Instagram really, it's like poison. It's awful. But I do go on when I have like fun stuff to promote or if I come up with like a funny thing. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm there. I just need to unfollow everyone so that Literally i have everybody. nothing to look at and then i thought i unfollowed all the people that made me like feel bad about myself and mm-hmm. then i realized that like even my friends make me feel bad about myself yeah so like i just don't it's just a nightmare it's tough i've i've never to like delete my account i just delete the app off my phone but that's where i'm at i'm not on twitter because i like myself 
Twitter re- really is kind of coming back into like a fun zone for me. I'm not, so. I mean, I'm on neither. I've been pretty MIA from social media for a little bit, but like, yeah. It's tough. It's the, tough. The social media of it all has been tough for me mm-hmm. as of late, but that is where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Goodbye. I know, I know I'm feeling. Cause I know, I know I'm feeling. Cause I know, I know. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.